Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Captain's Run with Sam Edmund. You know what that means? Miles Fitzner is on the line from Adelaide. We're going to get his tips for the racing this weekend. Miles, welcome. Hello, Jules. Hello to the listeners. And Jules, you'd think that you've done this show for a few weeks now. You'd think they'd change the stingers to the captain's run with Julian De Stoop, wouldn't you? Ah, um, rather, does Sam, does Sam Edmund, I think he is sort of operated and say, look, no, you've got to leave my name in the title. I think title. it's in his contract. He gets is it? His contract. Yeah, I do. I do. Now, I'm loving your work with Bryce Gibbs, and uh, I love that when you were talking about Isaac Rankin yesterday. Now, if it, he sounds like it's Winks. He's Winks. He's arrived. He's training the house down. Looks good on the track. Getting a bit excited over in Adelaide, aren't we? Oh, I'm not sure about uh, – you would have heard me read the paragraph that was in the first one, and they were talking about how he's phenomenal, how he took a good mark, and he was in a good – Link-up passage, uh, it's it's astounding. And, and, look, I've had a problem with the Crows for some time in regards to they recruit the same size players. They're all sort of that 5'10 mm-hmm. to 6 foot, lightly framed. They've got no size in their list. Their midfield is one of the worst in the competition. Um, and they go and get a small forward, hoping he's going to kick 60 goals. Now, the sort of guy that can, um, but to think he's the answer to all your problems, the problems are your delivery. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm I'm – Look, it's not great being in Adelaide and tipping Adelaide to win the wooden spoon, but I think they are in the oh, bottom one or two teams really? in the competition. Yep, 100%. Mm, Give me a big 100%. hit. 100%. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Look, they, they have a crack. You've got to give them that. At least, uh, least Rankin gives them a bit of a point of difference. I know he's a similar size, but he, he can make things happen out of nothing. Anyway, let's not talk about the footy. You've got plenty of time to do that. Uh, Flemington tomorrow, uh, Christmas racing. Uh, we spoke to Steve Rosic on the show yesterday. Hoping to get six or 7,000 there. Weather looks... Uh, okay, um, Kensington Stakes, is that the one you're sort we'll of looking start, at? We'll start with the JRA oh, Trophy. Yep. I'll just run through a couple here. The, this is over the 2,600 metres. They're always tough, these races, but I've got to stick with Persan, the Mar Eustace team. I know it's favourite. The run at Caulfield in behind Vow and Declare and Luntzies, um was pretty handy. Go back to the run at Flemington before that. Uh, Solcom just belted the life out of them, and Luntzies again. It meets an easier field here, so... $2.90 there in the JRA. Then we're into the Kensington, and this is tough, tough, tough. I've got Rose Courts on top, but it's short enough now, Jules. I think Esther LaRocca and Parsifal are the other two. You could probably have same race multis with six, two, and three, I think, in the Kensington. And then the last feature at Flemington is the Tab Trophy, and this is one I really like of Lindsay Smith called Corner Pocket. Nicolini Vito's the one that I've got as the danger, but Corner Pocket, if it only uh, if it can get across uh, from 15 and lead soft enough, it will win. Uh, $4.20, great price, Corner Pocket at Flemington. Is the Tab Trophy the race that the uh, offspring of Black Caviar is going around in? No, that's a race earlier in the car. That's Invincible Caviar, yep. and I can't, I can't have Invincible Caviar um, for mine because... Um, it's 
let me down at Mooney Valley and it let me down badly where it ran off. I don't know whether it bled or it had some sort of issue. I'm trying to work out what race that's in. I saw it here somewhere. It's in race number five. Okay. Yep. Um, it's $3.50. It won well last start. It draws gate eight. I think there's a couple of horses in that race that might be able to. Zach DeBoss is not the worst. William Thomas either. And then Moonamek. I'd probably be with Moonamek in that race rather than uh, Invincible Caviar. But, yeah, I'm not going to – I won't be touching that. They're always overbet those sort of horses. Um, and the prices will always reflect that. Good racing again at Ascot. What are we looking at there? Oh, nice racing at Ascot again. And I've gone with um, a South Australian horse um, that ran second in the northerly called Ironclad. Now, we had a good day at Ascot yes, last I was week. Yes, Capital Flight and our Safina both won, and they both won well. So our Ascot stuff's been okay. Kiss on all four cheeks ran second. Um, I think I had another two seconds for the day. But I'm with Ironclad here. I think it'll beat Steinem uh, in the Ted Van Heemp Stakes, which is race number eight. Ironclad's number four. It's only going to run up to that northerly form. Um, and it will win. Uh, it's drawn perfectly in gate number two. They'll try and bowl this thing out in front again like they did in the other uh, in the other race at the Northerly. Up in trip, I think, will help. So ironclad in the 10 Van Heaps for me. And what's your best around the country? I'll give you a couple. I'm going to go with um, with my mate Al Safina again. Uh, it, it bolted in last week, and I think it'll do the same thing. So uh, race six, number six at Ascot, I'm pretty keen on Al Safina. Race four at Ascot, I like Bit of Merit in race four, number two, Bit of Merit. At Flemington, uh, like I mentioned, I'll go race eight, number one, Corner Pocket. And then up at Randwick, uh, there's uh, – well, let's go this way. I'll give you a best there. Race six, number 11, Sunshine in Paris for Annabelle Neesham. And then there's one that I think might surprise. Race 10, number five, Saigon at $18. It's a one-by-three play. So if you're having 20 bucks. It's five to win, 15 to place on Saigon in the last at Ramwick. Jules? Uh, that horse, what was it? What was the merit one? Touch of merit, was A it? Bit, bit of merit. Is Race that Zach Merritt, Jackson Merritt, Roger Merritt, or uh, Daniel Merritt? Well, I'm actually from where the merit, where Roger Merritt was from. Jules, in the southeast of South Australia. He, he was a, he's a cult figure, Roger Merritt. I thought Roger uh, was from Caniva. Yeah, well, that's where I'm only just down the road, mate. Uh, but Caniva's Victoria, right? Yeah, no, but it's still just the over south. The it's it's southeast oh, or western mate, district. Very it's, fertile recruiting it's, ground for the Essendon Footy well, Club. Okay. Well, well, you keep going down there. You're talking Lockie Neal, Darcy Fogarty, yeah. Jack Trengove. Uh, you, the names go. Aaron Fiora was another one from mm-hmm. down that area. Alistair Clarkson was from up. Yeah, he's uh, Caniva near, boy, wasn't he? Yeah, Caniva boy. Glenn up Hawker. There, so, yes, Wispy it's been a, from Dimbula. Yeah, Dimbula's a little bit further. We don't classify Wispy as one of ours. Oh, uh, he's a Mallee boy. No, no, no. They like the dust. A bit windy for Wispy. <laughs> a bit windy. <laughs> That'll get back to Andy, Ma. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> now, you're getting some uh, feedback uh, about your um, suggestion about the Crows. Tell Miles to stick to racing, says one. <laughs> well, that's okay. <laughs> um, look, and if they're more than happy to text in their professions. Uh, but, <laughs> look, <laughs> no, it's, it's, everyone's entitled to their opinion. And yeah. I'm, it's an opinion-based game. I'm not declaring anything, and I'm not saying my opinion is uh, – is better than anyone else's. But, I mean, the Crows have, have got a midfield problem. And if you take Ben Keyes, Harry Schonberg, Rory Laird and um, Riley O'Brien and you stack them up against mm. any other midfield in the comp, they are, what, in the bottom three? Yeah. No, so Hawthorne yeah, and GWS. Hawthorne and GWS are only, what, the two. Even North Melbourne has got a better midfield than the Adelaide Crows. Hands down. They don't have a look. Oh, on, paper they do. on paper, on they paper. do. On paper, On paper. Yeah, I agree with 100%. that. 100%. So, agree with that. so that's all I'm going on. Uh, you've got Walker Fogarty. If they fire, they can kick some goals. 
Rankin can, but I mean, I just look at, at, at if you grab the midfield and you line them up against every other midfield in the competition, really, Hawthorne and potentially GWS are the only two that I think that would have the uh, have it, um, well, that would be worse than, than the Crows midfield. So it's all about delivery. If you don't get the footy, you can't kick goals. Makes it difficult. Uh, have you got an opinion on Darren Weir? Now that he's been in court, he's got his $36,000 fine. Where do you see that playing out? Do you well, think, uh, what chance he gets his licence back, I guess, is the question. A big chance. Um, really? You, you know what? I'd go as uh, – let me put it this way. If the general public don't think that this has been a plan from – the weir camp. See, see, the thing about horse racing is, Jules, is if you want to get back into it, you, you don't get back into it, you, you get allowed, and then you go hunting for horses and broodmares and horses to race. You don't then just start. You have to start that 12 months mm-hmm. earlier or 18 months earlier because you've got to have these horses that are yearlings, then go to two-year-olds, and then they're ready to race. It takes a long time. So I, I, I'm not saying this is factual, but what I'm saying is, is – don't think for one second that they haven't got ready. They don't have horses in the background on farms. They don't have owners that have already got horses with Darren Weir or, or well, on a farm somewhere that are going to Darren Weir ready to go. So, uh, look, no one knows all the evidence. Um, horse racing is a funny game where uh, they can be trained and done in the wrong thing. They push the fine line. He's been done, no doubt about that. But, look, Australia love a, a redemption story and a comeback. And if he does come back, there's going to be no one more heavily scrutinised, more tested, more looked at than him. Um, and, uh, look, I, I would say right now, if I'm a betting man, which 100% I am, he will be training again. And, uh, like I said, don't be surprised that there have been horses sitting out there with his name on them, not his name on them as in the ownership, but owners have got them ready to give to Darren Weir and they've had them ready for 18 months. What, with the expectation that he'll get his licence back or with the, with more the hope that he'll get his licence back? No, with, well, I think the expectation. Yeah, and so they don't know, of course, because no one knows mm. what um, Racing Victoria are going to do, but it, it's... It's their big investments to, to hold horses off for owners and, and support groups. And I can tell you one thing I do know for a fact is no one has a more loyal group of owners, mm. a more loyal group of owners than Darren Weir. The people that have stuck by him and that had horses with him are the most loyal mm. uh, horse racing owners in Australia. And I can guarantee you if he gets his license back, it'll be bang. It's not just wind up with two or three horses yep. here and there. They will go whoosh. Absolute whoosh. Well, it's going to be interesting. It's a, it's a topic that divides opinion, no doubt about that. See, people listen to you, Miles. You said te- text in your uh, occupation, and uh, 406 has text in four times. They're a brain surgeon. A brain surgeon? Yeah, a brain surgeon. Did he spell surgeon correctly? S-U-R-G. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, well, he, well, he may just be. Something we don't have many of here, brain surgeons. Uh, Miles, no. uh, are you on with Bryce again next week, or are you done? No, done for summer breakfast. Ah. I start. Uh, I start Gareth Hall filling in for Gareth Hall show. Oh, big um, shoes to fill. Yeah, so giddy up with Gareth now becomes Miss the Start with Miles uh, <laughs> for a month. Very good. And uh, so um, I'll be filling in for Gareth there, and as well as uh, ticking over the big bash as well with Chad Says oh. here at Adelaide Oval. So you can tune Nothing in on. You can't do this, man. Tuesday night. Well, Sellys fill all gaps. Uh, Correct. At the moment, polyfiller. Uh, polyfiller. Miles, <laughs> <laughs> thanks again for your time. Have a great weekend. Uh, Shout out to you, Jules, and Merry Christmas to your listeners too.